Should, should I? I'll, I'll introduce the show then. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of All Fights Considered. I am your first, best, and only host, Jevin Kokash. And I am your 160th host with 70 milligrams of sodium, Jason Duvall. I am your 19th host because my laugh is infectious, Jordan Neal. (laughs) Topical, topical. Super topical. Um, And with us this week, you know him. Jason does. Oh yeah, Jason knows him. Yeah, a little back background is usually on the show, Jevin goes out and finds a guest for the week. He goes and books them. All the previous guests are people I've booked. Yeah, um, all of your close personal friends. Um, all of my friends. Okay. Some um, of them are close personal friends, not all of them. Fair enough. Cody Frost. Redacted. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, this week I, I just had this friend from, from high school. I've known him for a long time. We've gone back. We go back and I just kind of went up to bat for him. So uh, Jordan, you know him. You love him. In 2017, you got on a Greyhound bus at the stroke of midnight in Newark, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. There was no driver, mm-hmm. but you got on anyway. This is true. There was a man in the back. He had a full boombox. <laughs> yes. My goodness. Blasting a contemporary hip-hop hit. And you took nothing of it at the time, but now that you're seeing him again, you recognize his face. It's Carson Brick. Hey, it's me. Hey. And I got to say, it is a pleasure to be here. I've never been on the podcast before. I really wasn't entirely clear what exactly a podcast was. So you've and never frankly, been on a podcast or on the podcast? Uh, is there more than one? We are not the only podcast. It would be. There's, good there's, if we quite, were. there's oh, a few of them. That makes this only slightly less exciting, but okay. nonetheless, very exciting. Uh, and I, I wanted to clarify in case it was a little misleading. It sounded like. Jason and I went to high school together. Yeah. He knows me from high school only okay. because in the town that Jason grew up in, there's yeah. only two things to do, and that's go to Denny's and that's go to Applebee's. And he knows me from Applebee's, baby. That's right. Okay, so you would go to this Applebee's in high school. Yeah, generally met. after after class, after a fun week of classes, we'd go. Fun week of classes. We'd, we'd go over to the Applebee's, have a little treat. Voluntarily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You weren't brought over oh, there? Oh, yeah, all the time. I love I love Applebee's. Riblets, all day. Very little known fact. Those are the one of the few things that don't grace on microwaves. Oh, yeah. See, exactly. Yeah. So did you at some point get into comedy or performing in any way? Who's got time for that when he's, you're— He's hilarious. Like, all the all the quips that he'd ex- we'd exchange while sitting down at an Applebee's. Do we have an example of any of those quips? I'm Jeff, and you can't force comedy. That's Thank true. You. you can't just can't. make it happen. <laughs> Especially the only pressure you can put a line cook at Applebee's under is the pressure of the kitchen, okay? Pressure of the kitchen, okay. So I'm assuming you can stand the heat because you love to stay in that Applebee's Absolutely, kitchen. the okay. heat is my favorite. I can't perform without heat. Speaking of which, it feels very cold in this room. Could we please turn the heat up? We'll maybe turn up the heat at the break or something. Um, well, if you're not willing to drop it in 30 seconds, <laughs> it's worth too much. Learn that from the heat, baby. So does it get hot in the kitchens, even though everything's oh, microwaved? Oh, baby, it gets hot in the kitchen. <laughs> we are hustling. Baby. And by we, I mean me and the one other person that works the kitchen. I don't know if you've ever worked at Applebee's. Nope. 
<laughs> Never have. Well, well literally I everything. I was just in the corporate office. <laughs> everything uh, requires a lot of precision to know uh, when to put things into the microwave at exactly the right time to make them come out. Because you don't want to take someone's order and five minutes later their order's coming out before another party that came in before them. So, like, you can't come in these people order salad. Uh-huh. Uh, and another table at the same time, they order they order the uh, <laughs> they order the wonton tacos. Well, if the wonton tacos go in before the wonton salad, they're waiting for their the waiting for the wonton tacos longer than the waiting for the salad. <laughs> right. The salad takes two all minutes right, max right, to right, microwave. Right. I'm gonna cut you off here. Wait, quick check in. You have to microwave the salad. I said literally, literally the ribs everything. are the only yeah. thing that does not grace the microwave. That is yeah. true. That's something I know, you know as well. It's you wild. Know, you know, you get a uh, celery or carrot sticks with your wings, your yeah, bone yeah. in. Bone out wings. Oh, oh, those those are great. Those are really good. Absolutely. Are they microwaved. called bone in bone out wings, or are those two different options? Those are two different okay. options. Those but you options. can get a combo, right? Do they still do the combo? It's been a while. What the combo? Okay, like, no, 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 no. Bone in <laughs> wait, and bone wait, out. Guys, no, no, yeah. no, no. guys, guys, guys. This is not. This is the not the. Do you podcast. know what this podcast is about? I have not a clue. All right, this is all fights considered. Ooh. We do uh, fights, fictional fights, okay. in a comedy, fun comedy way. Great. Which is why I asked if you were a comedian at the top of the show. Yeah. Um, which I said yes. You said he was funny. Fair. Yeah. There's a big difference, I feel, in being funny and being a comedian. He's got this. He's got this. Okay, don't he's worry, got don't this. Worry about I'm it. Sure. very quick. <laughs> okay. I'm fast. <laughs> Thank you for waiting patiently to say that you were very quick but, until yeah, we were see, done talking. What, what did I tell you, right? I said, Polite. I said, my friend Carson, quick to quip. Quick to quip. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know how fast I am? I've worked in 10 separate Applebee's in my career. 10 separate Applebee's. In what way is that is an in, indicator yeah. or a metric which it's, defines speed? Good question. It's a good question. One, pe- one person barely holds up at one Applebee's. I just want you to know I'm quick, I'm tough, I'm capable. So you've barely held up at 10 Applebee's. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's more tenacious <laughs> yeah. or that's well-traveled it's, than quick. Genuinely, it's close to Alfred Einstein's definition of insanity. Is it not? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. You think I expected? So- you think I went from Applebee's to Applebee's expecting something different? Here's the thing: <laughs> when you excel at your job for a sustained amount of time, what ends up happening? You get promoted. Yes. However, uh, I don't want to be no manager. Shit, I'm a line cook. You're worried about rising to your level of incompetence. Exactly. Oh, that's pretty smart. Yeah, so I, I know the kitchen. That's all I want to do. Yeah. So they, the kids sometimes like, hey, it's time for a promotion. I'm like, hey, baby, I've been talking to this other Applebee's. I'm out. <laughs> he did a peace hey, sign. Hey, baby, I'm out. That's, that's pretty cla- cool. That's, that's classic guy. Carson Brick right there. Uh, who, who, who wants to roll into the first fight? Anybody? Um, sure. Yeah, I can do one. We, really? we, I, I feel like we've we've chatted a lot about stuff you so, know, over the so years. So who takes the first punch? We don't fight each you other. Do. This is a theoretical space. Jordan, don't egg him on. <laughs> So I, we, I wouldn't set him off, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Just like this man has worked at ten Applebee's. Oh yeah. my bad. Yeah, now his speed feats are. Let unmatched. me just say, imagine the scrap. I've spent a sustained amount of time around the microwave. There's no conclusive results about what that does to your noggin. But however, oh, you went the noggin route. I went the like superhero radiation route. You know what I mean? Like dipped in a vat of radiation. You were just exposed to microwaves for the ten your tenure at Applebee's. If there both- <laughs> was a superhero called the Applebee, what would his power be? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I think uh, it's a giant apple. Uh, He has arms and legs. Like New York City. I beg your pardon? It's a giant apple. The the big apple. I don't understand. Have you ever been to to New York? New York City? 
I know there's a very big Applebee's there. I've never had the opportunity mm. to go. It is actually the, the big, big Applebee's. It's the big Applebee's, yeah. Yeah, they call okay. that one the big Applebee's. Oh, well, that's great to know that my company's legacy lives on in one of the most famous cities <laughs> in the United States. I think it would be like a Modoc situation. I don't know what Where it's like a means. big apple in a big floating mechanical chair that has a stinger on it. Oh, that sounds about right. Very interesting. Yeah. Is he wearing a cape? No, 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 no capes oh. for, for Modoc for sure. I was picturing like an Ant-Man and the Hornet situation. Okay. But in the Hornet. The Hornet. Yeah. So Ant Man and the Green Hornet. Hornet. In a car. <laughs> Ant-Man, Green Hornet. <laughs> so wait, where's the apple Applebee. fit? Where does the apple fit into? What is the Not apple far fit from the tree. That? Okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> Look, it was a stupid conceit from the start of it. Jason, please fail me out. With the fight. And fight. you were worried about me being funny? <laughs> I've been worried about Jason being Jason, this man over here. Either of us. Really any of us. Yeah. I'm I'm always worried about people being funny. That's my whole deal. And I'm and I and I've said many times I've tried for months to get Carson yeah. on it. And I say no cuz I haven't met him. But this time This is it. This is going. a trial run. Who knows if we'll release it's it. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. But here I am baby Carson Brick at your service. Let's start fighting. Okay, you did you did a, you did kind of like a shocker that time. It was there was a pinky was up as well as the peace sign. Pretty fun. Hey, listen, <laughs> I spent a lot of time around microwaves, both at face level, down at crotch level as well. Oh. To be honest with you, I go to bed feeling warm in all sorts of weird places. <laughs> nope, I'm not going to follow up. <laughs> not going to follow up. Let's run into Don't the fight. Engage. <laughs> Don't engage. Don't engage. Follow up on this one. Okay, let's let's get to my fight. Hell yeah. um, so, you know, one of the things we would talk to all uh, talk about all the time when you were back in the line at the Applebee's when I was a child. Uh, well, you know, sitcoms, all the TV that I would watch. I was a TV boy in uh-huh. high school. Absolutely loved those 90s sitcoms. 90s was probably the last time also I was able to watch TV. I was only part-time at Applebee's at that point. All right. Why were you unable to watch TV after that point? No time. Oh, no time. You Let's were full time at Applebee's. He's a full company time. man now. Full time, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so I, I, I was thinking... There's so many tropes in sitcoms, sure, and sure, especially sure, sure. in the 90s, even even to today. Um, one of those tropes is one of the characters is really, really dumb, the mm-hmm. dumb guy in the group. Mm-hmm. So I figured which of this long list of characters, and we can add some more, I have a lot, is certifiably the most clever to take down the rest of them using their own dumbness. Okay, so which dumb-dumb is the most capable dumb-dumb to ruin uh, all the other the, dumb-dumbs? The, um... Exactly. Thank you, Carson. If we were to put all the dum-dums into a pit, battle royale style, no no, no sauces, no dippings, no nothing, just it's there, they're just at each other, no weapons, just... Now I have a similar, less Applebee's-themed question. Sure. Are they fighting? Or um, are they doing machinations, political Game of Thrones style stuff? It's, it's political Game of Thrones okay. style. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's so, no, there's no hand, there isn't necessarily hand-to-hand combat. There is one way. Uh-huh. Uh, to to you know, it's like a king of the hill. So Carson, imagine if you were promoted uh-huh. to a managerial position at Applebee's. All right, the kind of stuff you'd have to deal it's with. It's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody's dumb. Oh God, everybody's real dumb. Oh no, like these people that jo- Jason's about to mention. Why have I mixed it up twice? I mixed your names up twice already. This has never no, happened. It's before. never happened. I get before. it. We're side characters on your podcast. Yeah. We're just not that important. <laughs> Uh, I understand. Is this the one where we finally find out that I'm a tyrant? <laughs> All fights considered. <laughs> it's true. You won't even let us book our own guests. Nope. And look how great this one's going so far. 
See, when I walked into a table, because what I do is when I see a table, when of you people, walk am, into a table, when I walked in up to this table, I did think it was really weird that you walked directly into the table nonstop. He crawled on his belly over the table to his chair. It was well, yeah, very how else is he gonna, you know, deliver the food and say this was made with love? He's gonna deliver the food while crawling on anyway. his belly. <laughs> Every time I walk to a, up to a table, I clock each of the people sitting at the table because you know there's like a customer service. You like, how do we approach each of these customers? I walk them or up. You, you first them. things first, Jeb and I was like, "Oh, that guy's a tyrant." Yeah, he's yeah. the table tyrant. You can tell. The table Little tyrant. known fact: every table <laughs> has a tyrant. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. What about the nice the round table? Who's the tyrant in that situation? It's gotta be King Arthur. Okay, fair enough. Ask me an answer. <laughs> um, okay, so who's the biggest dum dum? So yeah, let me run through uh, a group of these characters. We have Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philly, Ooh, big old dum dum, a contender. We got a classic Joey from Friends, another mm-hmm. big old dum dum. Yep. Uh, Nick from New Girl, Ugh, interesting choice. Um, hot dum dum. Um, hmm, we got true. Jerry from Rick and Morty, big old dum dum. Yes. Uh, George from Seinfeld. Now, before before we started recording, I was kind of asking my fellow co-hosts about, like, is is George the dumb one or is Kramer? And I think we kind of settled on George yeah. being being the idiot. The more, more schmucky, certainly, than Kramer is. Yeah, but not necessarily, like, a dumb dumb. He has a job. He works yeah. in advertising? Uh, I, uh, yeah, because yeah, uh, Kramer's oblivious, uh, and he's got a mind that's constantly working, and it gets him into trouble. George, however, picks up on most social cues and still continually chooses at his own demise to defy them, and he always ends up single because of it. Yeah, very insightful. Thank you, Carson. Very insightful on 90 sitcoms. See, I told you, he's a wealth of knowledge. The words in your sentences are like a watercolor. Like, they kind of just... <laughs> The, the ends of some words tied to the beginning of... It's a beautiful way of speaking. I'm sorry. Do you think I'm not creative? I, <laughs> I don't know how you got that from what I said, but no, no. I think you're you very creative. You seem surprised that I had words to say and something to contribute, so I don't know. It wasn't surprised that you had words to say. It was the actual words themselves kind of are touching as you say them. I gotta say, this is pretty uh, unsurprising coming from the table tyrant. Can you hear it? Fair when you say the words are touching, do you mean like they spoke to you emotionally? Yes. Yeah. I'm crying. So yeah, Carson Brick, uh, line cook, master orator. Okay. This Good is, to know. This is what I said. Um, <laughs> moving on. Now I get to see it from my own eyes. Now I believe it. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have uh, Chelsea from That's So Raven. Hell yeah. Very dumb. Very dumb. The dumbest you've mentioned so far by a mile. Mm. Uh, we have Uncle Joey from Full House. Cut it out. Mm. Cut it out. Um, we have Ralph Wiggum from The Simpsons. <laughs> okay. Classic, classic. Nice. I'm learning. Uh, um, we have Reese. I don't. No one knows his last name with from Malcolm. Spin. Malcolm in the middle. Oh yeah. No one. No one. Uh, yeah. No one in that uh, series. Is this uh, cup? That family. They don't have. Uh, yeah. It's just Reese. Yeah. Is this cup. I'm pretty sure it's this cup. Or it's is this cup. monkey? Reese's cup. Mm-hmm. Or his pieces. Pieces. Um, wait. 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 So you're telling me Malcolm, Lois, Hal, Dewey, Reese, their entire family's name is Cup. This no, is, is that what you're trying it's to apostrophe s-, s space cup? <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm's cup, <laughs> Al's cup. It makes sense with all their names. I don't Lois's even. Cup. I don't want to think about that anymore. Doesn't work with Lois's. Lois's unnecessary cup. s. Yeah, it's true. It's parsed incorrectly, but it's still right. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. I... Wait, no. It's it's still correct. You only do the single apostrophe thing if the if it's already a plural noun. Even if it's a uh, name ending an s? s. Yeah. All right. 
We have a grammar so kind of say, here. To be fair, you would say I've the never duck been on the spread. I, S apostrophe. But you wouldn't say... No, I would not say the duck spread. I would say the duck's apostrophe. This is the most boring thing we've ever done on <laughs> our podcast. Moving on, moving on. We have Patrick Starr from oh, SpongeBob, of course. Nice. And I got Troy Barnes from Community. Mm-hmm. Troy, Troy, uh, Michael Scott, of course. Uh, canonical Dum Dum. We got Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. Also, yeah, big nice. old dum dum. And uh, my the last one I have on my list is Job Bluth. <laughs> oh, I don't care for Job. We got some <laughs> contenders in here. There's a lot. So, so Game of Thrones style. Yeah, Machiavellian victory. Yeah, yeah. Violence is certainly a strategy, but frowned upon. Frowned upon, and probably not the most like. Probably the bottom tier of the dum-dums are probably going to be the ones trying violence. All right, I need to take things back a little bit. We're talking about something that I've never really uh, interacted with directly. You're saying Game of Thrones, Machiavellian uh, uh, (laughs) victory. I I don't know what that means. So, hmm, how to do it in Applebee's parlance. You could also use 90s sitcoms. Thank you. I could use 90s sitcoms parlance. I feel yeah. like you're the only one trying to not understand me right now. <laughs> Actively trying. The not table to. tyrant doesn't get me. <laughs> Big surprise. Oh, I've, have you ever seen uh the 90s? Did you watch The Wire at all? I think uh, Wire's Is it from the 90s? I think it's Early, early 2000s. Oh, early, that was early when knots. you were a salary man. <laughs> I, I, I am aware of The Wire. I am not familiar with The Wire. Let's okay, see. well then this this is not going to be helpful. Uh, you missed like all the zeitgeists after the year 2000? All uh, the big sure. shows? Uh, possibly. So there's no all, break. all of the big things that happened after the year 2000? <laughs> <laughs> that- <laughs> Yeah, there were a few things that I caught in on. Uh, there were a few years I had a lot of insomnia. I was watching a lot of late night TV. Ultimately, it did end up still being a lot of Nick at Night. So, still kind of recycling mm. into those things I was already familiar with. But I did catch on to some things. Did you ever watch Cheers? Uh, I, to be honest with you, wasn't my favorite. I was more fan of the the spinoff uh, Frasier. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh hey, the intellectual pro- like yeah, yeah. It, he he he. Uh, he he has to uh, move through his life politically. <laughs> In what way is Fraser not like Machiavelli? I'm I'm starting to think I didn't understand the show as well as I thought did I did. Did you guys know that Fraser was actually based on the prince? <laughs> what about Fresh Prince? That was actually based on the art of war. Yeah. Oh, yeah right. Yeah. Right. Um or, or, or what about Who's the Boss? That's going into like 80s sitcoms. Yeah. But at any in any given episode, someone basically became the boss, right? Yeah. Through their interactions with each other, alliances are formed, alliances are broken, but somehow someone ends up being on yeah. top. Sure. So, Mind like, uh, say uh, our hierarchy at, at Applebee's was less about official positions and responsibilities but more about extorting people playing the system to ultimately end up on top to be the decision maker and driving exactly. them through fear you know yes through fear yeah you really want to get Extortion. people scared so like of what we you have can a, do so like we have a table tyrant but ultimately uh a, a uh i'm sorry a <laughs> not a division a I can't think of the like, words Like, imagine right now. if we respected Jevin. Yeah. Then he would have successfully won. Oh, interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, respected or, or and or, or feared. Yeah, yeah. And or feared. Okay, I'm, I'm tracking. I'm tracking. I'm tracking. Yeah. Got okay. it. Got okay. it. Okay. 
Yeah, someone say like a line cook could, you know, deceptively work their way to to the top of the hierarchy in a given Applebee's yeah. with fear, with fear, and and using their cleverness to manipulate those around them into teasing them with a little dose of power. Interesting. Yeah, in or okay. chili powder in the case of line cook. <laughs> chili power. Chili powder. Interesting. An immediate backtrack. If this were a fight, it's got to be Joey. That guy's strong. A physical fight? Yeah. I don't I just know. Just want to say that. Joey? Just want to put it out there. From Does... Full House? No. From Friends. He, he is probably the strongest oh. of them. Oh. Yeah. Does Charlie get enough prep time to huff some glue or some paint? Yeah, I was going to ask the same case, thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they each get, like, this is going to take, you know, a year. Sure. Right? Take a time They're in a year in this, like, fictional town. Let's call it Springfield. <laughs> let's call it Springfield. <laughs> Hey, can I, just so I have a better time understanding this, can we make this town an Applebee's and everybody starts off at the, the lowest entry level? The town has to be an Applebee's? Uh, mm, what if every restaurant's an Applebee's? I'll give you that. All right. All right. All right. There's every an rest- Applebee's on every corner. The table tyrants do it. Spoken. Sounds like a dream. <laughs> which which of these characters do you think has the best taste in a- the Applebee- Applebee's menu? Oh. Trick question. Yeah, I was going to say, we talking taste in Applebee's menu? Applebee's is delightful. Mm, the best taste, because uh, as an Applebee's line cook, I'm very familiar with all of the dishes. Some are definitely better than others. I do have to say, probably first of all, the one that sticks out to me is Andy Dwyer. I feel like that man would happily eat anything. He's the eat dish at Applebee's. What? No, he's the Applebee's critique. He's uh, the connoisseur. I got it. Got it. Got it. I think because he's a man, he's he, he knows his feelings. He 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 enjoys eating. He doesn't Certainly, take things too seriously. Seasons, yeah. And so I think ultimately, like uh, he would be very fair. I I gotta go with Patrick from SpongeBob. Ooh, loves yeah. burgers. That's it. Eats kind of mindlessly though. Eats mindlessly. That is true. You got me. What? You just said that Patrick loves. Burgers? Patrick loves and burgers. And Joni loves Chachi. And Joni loves Chachi. And Papa loves Mambo. These are things we all know. All right. <laughs> Wait. And, what? Yeah, Patrick loves burgers. He, is that? I think he'd eat literally anything. Oh, no. He loves the Krusty Krab burger. Yeah, he's all about that. Name, but, but an Applebee's name, burger is not name, a Krusty Krab. Name three other foods in SpongeBob that have nothing to do with the Krusty Krab or the Chum Bucket. Jellyfish uh, jelly bread, jellyfish jelly, and the ice cream sundaes that they get at the L Seven Weenie Restaurant. That's three, baby. Yeah, we're done. Don't even try to challenge us <laughs> to a fictional bout. It's it seems cool. You've about entered Carson. our domain. I wouldn't know much past season three. That goes beyond my jurisdiction. <laughs> of course, you stuck it out until season three. Oh man, <laughs> also knows a good amount of Parks and Rec, which, but that's fine. I'm sure everybody watches. It's available years. on Netflix and yeah. uh, Insomnia. You Wait, know? my yeah. vote for that last question is Andy from Parks and Rec. I feel like he would go oh, to yeah, Applebee's yeah. all the time if he once he started getting a paycheck in the later seasons. Like, yeah. After he starts doing the shoe shining thing. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I feel like he'd be constantly inside of an Applebee's. I, th- I think Nick from New Girl might be a, a big contender for that, too. Yeah, he'll eat anything. Uh, Jerry he'll eat- from uh, Rick and Morty strikes oh, he, me also as somebody who he'd have a reward card. I was about to say, right? was about to say Jerry's going to be one of those guys. He comes in every night, he sits at the bar, he gets the same drink, and he orders the same goddamn food item menu and for really no reason at all he's just like the we don't like him yeah i would also say cries. jerry is the type of person who gets you an applebee's gift card as a present for an actual special occasion absolutely 100 yes. i bet you he got it for morty's graduation uh, uh which of these are schemers speaking of jerry no chance 
Yeah, no, Jerry, no. no chance. Not easily manipulated. Spineless worm. I, I think he he has to rely on you know someone someone else taking him under his wing mm-hmm. and and you know thriving that way. But ultimately, would end up being you know maybe a number two to somebody, but but yeah. always a, a yeah, yeah. He's uh, a submissive. Uh, uh, yeah, he's Grimmer Worm Tongue style, just like a sniveling thing in the corner. No, Grimmer Worm Tongue's a little Grimmer Worm Tongue is a little Machiavellian. He is, but he's certainly not in charge in any way. And fully aware of it. Yeah. Fully obedient. All right, fine. Like a little worm. He's a whelp. Yeah, okay, okay. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. At any rate, Jerry completely no, out. No way. Charlie is big on schemes. Charlie's oh, my front runner, uh, as sure. well as Reese. Yeah, Reese, Reese is has a big to schemer. contend with brothers, his dad and mom. Reese is not, uh, he does not cook up the schemes. No, Reese, no, no. Is, Reese is along for the ride, and as long mm-hmm. as you sell him on it, no matter how stupid the reason, as long as you appeal to his inner self, That's true. he's going to be there. Yeah, but easily would turn the, his back on somebody. Yeah, but you can't try any kind of uh, attack on Reese. I feel an attack on Reese would go wrong in any way it could. Yeah, probably you know, up there with physical. Coming. He's always ready. Time out. Yeah. I'm just going to take the phrase attack on Reese and save that away as an anime for later where there's a bunch of Reese from Malcolm in the middle running around and eating people. Giant Reese. Yeah, giant Reese <laughs> nice. running around and uh, attacking Loving the that. remnants of human society. Okay, back to the Writing that down. <laughs> yeah, Charlie's certainly a front runner. His I think schemes tr- in the show are excellent in terms of their complexity. Not yeah. in terms of their execution, but definitely has like a lot of uh, major schemes that he attempts to pull off on both uh, the boys at the bar, and to in some way try and get together with the waitress. And and I, I would say sometimes, every once in a while, Charlie is the most cogent one of the group. And that might be true for a handful of these. He has written a full play. A full-blown musical. Full-blown musical. So he did, yeah, successfully run a, a complete musical. I forgot about that. Troy from Community is a canonical quasi-military general. He led a battalion in the Pillow Fort War. That's true. Uh, successfully, quite successfully, and was shown to be strategic. Strategic. Now, that's not political. Former action. quarterback. Former quarterback. Got physical feats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to say, uh, one of the people that sticks out to me on this list is George. George is great at taking a half-baked scheme, scheme almost all the way to the end, and then it all comes crashing down on him, which seems like a great opportunity for someone to take advantage of that and then step on him for that last step over where he doesn't quite fit the bill. If he could harness that power where he knew it was going to fall apart, he could tell somebody else to enact that plan and then step in where that vacuum is created. And that is where you give George Costanza way too much yes. credit. Way too much credit. That he would, would never re- do that. Yeah. Or that itself or he'd would fall apart. Or he overthink it so much that mm-hmm. he goes too far deep Absolutely. and he ends up last in dead last yep. place. Well, mm-hmm. also, he just would never admit that any one of his plans was destined to fail because he's the embodiment oh, of pride. Yeah. His whole too ethos is that. just, I can't, I don't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Why? I, I wouldn't mess up. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, unless he did the opposite, like he has done in the show. He says, I'm going to make the opposite of all the decisions I would normally make, and everything turns out great for him all Mm. the time, consistently. Mm. It's that George. It's a George to be reckoned with. If he does the opposite for this whole battle, he's good. You're proposing an opposite day, George, like in Seinfeld. Yes. But even that only goes for so long. It's true. It's true. But however long this George, lasts. Here's the thing. The thing about George Costanza is George is his own worst enemy. 
It's Bottom true. line. Opposite George dated Marissa Tomei, though. That's not bad. That is not bad. Not bad at all. And then in the end, he <laughs> was end, his, all own worst his own worst enemy. enemy. Yeah. No No matter what, physically impossible to win for George. Could come in second. I want to take Chelsea out. There's, ah, oh man. Bless her heart. I would too. Back She's, in the day? Hmm. As a child? I would like, as a child, to take her out. But I actually wouldn't because she's cataclysmically stupid. True. Yeah. However, a lot of how these characters that you just listed, some of which I do recognize, others I do not, they <laughs> end up in places of benefiting from everyone else's downfall because they just happen to not make any decisions along the way. And so all of a sudden, a lot of them get here. A lot of them embody way, woo, way. That is true. Exactly. Action without action. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's the stupid person's yeah. plan. Which I think kind of kicks Ralph Wiggum up quite a bit. He's mm. kind of a bystander. Absolutely. No one really paying attention to him. But just slowly rising the ranks. The meek shall inherit the earth here. Yeah, I think all the other people, you know, Charlie, giant schemes, they blow up in his face. George, giant schemes, blow up in his face. Ralph Wiggum, I don't think the dude schemed once in his life. Also very cognizant of when he's in danger. I'm in danger. Uh Uh-huh. Also kind of looks like the eunuch from Game of Thrones. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And his dad is the chief of police, so he has some influence with that. Sure. My problem is the Machiavellian thing. You have to be feared. And even no. as a joke, I just can't imagine anyone true casting their eyes upon Ralph Wiggum's tiny frame and being like, ah, yes, this person could uh, write me out of this play uh, before I, uh, now being I feared, want to exit. Who would have the most fear feats? For me, it's Job or Joey from Friends. You know, yeah. You know, no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put up. Uh, I've watched a lot of the show on late night television. Uh, just reruns. Uh, Always Sunny. Okay. Charlie has a frenetic, psychotic energy about Maniac. him, and usually, usually, the things that go wrong is other people get involved. Mm. Usually, Joker-esque. other people bring Charlie down, and I don't think Charlie realizes just how clever he is, and it, because it's a brand of clever that other people don't understand. So when other what people was that get word in there, bl- Granaclaver? Brand of clever Brand that of other clever. people don't understand. So when other people get involved, that's where it starts to gum up the works because they start trying to introduce their own terrible logic into this. And all of these people, I would say uh, Job's a schemer. Uh, I want to speak up for Job here. Yeah. Carson, I, I hate to cut you off, but I want to speak up for Job here. Job is kind of the embodiment of what a dumb person thinks is like a successful scheming businessman. So I feel like among <laughs> this specific crowd, he his usual persona of being like uh, a hyper successful $5,000 suit wearing individual is actually going to hold more sway than it would in normal society. Possibly. Yeah, the, the price of the suit is going to kick up his, his notoriety. Absolutely. Because they take everything at face value. Yeah. Possibly the only person on this list who could name drop Machiavelli. Not going to say he would, but I think he would understand Machiavelli. I think he would say Machiavelli. Machiavelli for sure. For and sure, for and sure. probably not actually know who he was. Yes. Yeah. But I think he would understand what kind of game he's in. Yeah. He, he sure. probably thinks that Machiavelli is the prince. Yes. <laughs> and he has to take him down. I would also say, I'd like to point out somebody we haven't brought up here is Michael Scott. Michael Scott is Ugh. often a mistakenly in tune with pop culture enough to understand it. 
often also enough just to mispronounce it. Michael somehow was the only successful regional manager at a failing paper company for many, many years and stepped out just at the right opportunity, perhaps accidentally, to follow his own uh, romantic pursuits. However, he may be smarter than we give him credit for with Uh, just an extreme social handicap. I have a bias because I hate the office. He, He has a luck factor. Probably yeah, more than luck. anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. maxed out on luck. He he fails upwards almost exclusively. Repeatedly. That yeah. might that might give it to him. In a in a fight filled with people with little to no agency, yeah. luck is gonna get you real uh, far. Andy from Parks and Rec fails upwards a lot. That's also true. But he uh, he, he fails like just slightly upwards. He yeah. never really gets like a skyrocketing. And the, I feel scales like, much lower. Ultimately, yeah. do like uh, it goes. Uh, he never really achieves that thing yeah. of being feared, and is more just like hated. Which ultimately You're ends talking up Michael Scott. Yeah. No, he, hated. Uh, and, uh, Andy. Andy. Andy hated. I'm sorry. I'm I'm thinking Andy uh, from The Office. Uh, oh, he's also yeah, yeah. a doofus. Sucks shit. Yeah. The Office does. <laughs> Andy from Parks and Rec. Uses his heart, though, I feel, to succeed. Yeah. Never, never his brain. Becomes mm-hmm. very popular. Yeah, yeah. So so this is what I think. Uh, we haven't really talked about Nick from New Girl. Yeah. I think Nick immediately starts holding a deep, deep grudge for Andy. Why is that? I think people, like, start to, like, associate with Andy. They, mm-hmm. like, are warmed by his heart, but Nick sees right through it. See? And he just can't let it go. Until Andy is destroyed. I'm the world expert in New Girl, because mm-hmm. I've seen it more than literally anyone on the planet. Good. Nick hates confrontation. He's scared yeah. of it, can't stand it. He's a coward man. But he would fume. He, he w- would fume. But he wouldn't do anything about it, would he? If there was a, a contest of wills, he would back down immediately. Yeah. If, if for one second Andy was like, no, he'd be like, ah, you got me, you got me, and he would leave. The Run whole away. contest, he would just leave. But I think he would still, like, scheme and not necessarily oh, fail yeah, spectacularly, yeah. just come up with unexpected results. Uh-huh. But he might also just procrastinate a bunch. That's true. It would take him a long time. Another classic Nick maneuver. Yeah. What you're describing is like a clock with no watch hands. Yeah. Uh-huh. It can't yeah. even be right once a day. It's broken. But it doesn't ticking. do anything. It's how, ticking. How do I know how long this uh, salad's been in the microwave? We've got a clock with no watch hands on do you do, you never want do you a just, too hot of a salad? You just press start on the microwave and then look at a clock and then stop it. No, their microwave actually has uh, analog An analog hands. clock. Actually, what you what you're misunderstanding here is we rely on a microwave turning itself off when, frankly, when you've been working with them long enough, you uh-huh. just have this internal sense Got of uh, time to know when to pull things out, and there is a big clock on the wall to help us maintain, like, have a grounded sense of time. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, because otherwise time would pass and it would be like chaos in there. Hey, in in the Applebee's line, there's no time to stop and push buttons on a microwave. You close the door, it turns on. That's it. Oh my god. <laughs> but I, I will open. say I've never gotten I've never gotten a too hot salad. No. From That would be terrible. <laughs> from Just Carson thinking about here. it. The person sick. that serves you a too hot salad, the waiter would be fired, that line cook, dead. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I've never been to an Applebee's. Applebee's What's in the sum- too hot salad? Applebee's summarily kills the people they fire? No. <laughs> no. The, the okay. Line, the line cooks that fuck it up, dead. They're killed. That's what they I They just fire. They just fire. Have you ever met another Applebee's line cook? No, I can't say I have. I can't say I have either. Mm, Not once. No. Is that what's happening to all of them? 
Is your position in quotes line cook? Is there quotes around it? No. Why would you ask something like that? Because you put everything in the microwave. You're not cooking anything. You just nuking it. I find that wildly, wildly offensive. Is there I'm, a sous chef? I'm, I'm watching you. Is there a sous chef? Yes, there is. There is not a sous chef. There is only one chef, and this is not very widely known because his name is very much attached, and there's an exclusivity contract to one brand already. There's one but sous chef? The Guy Fieri. Is He's, the only sous chef? He is the chef for uh, the trifecta of brands. The primary one, the the crown jewel, is TGI Fridays. Whoa, <laughs> that's un- I haven't heard you say another restaurant. You calling TGI Fridays the crown jewel? Very surprising. They're a part of the family. That's the right. crown jewel. Sure. One day I would love love to be the line ah. cook in a TGI Fridays. You should you should you should Got aspirations go up. Uh, you should have that be your promotion next time somebody starts talking about it. Say I don't want to manage. Kick me over to the TGI. I'm trying to round out my resume right now. All right. Sure, sure, sure. You're rounding it out with maybe one more Applebee's. A nice even (laughs) number. full 10. (laughs) Cool, cool. A nice even number. A decade of excellence. Uh, Did we determine a winner? I'm still voting Job. I'm voting Job. I think think we have some, like, top contenders. We got got Charlie. We have George. We have um, possibly Ralph. We got Andy Dwyer. And we got Job. Or probably... Yeah, I need to throw. Six. I need to throw a carrot spear at Job right now. Um, <laughs> what? Job ultimately, Job's demise ends up being caught up in his own feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets slighted somehow. Who did we say was the underling? The underling? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Jerry. Jerry probably says something offhanded to him, and he spirals. Yeah. Good night. Yeah, I, I think Job is probably who's taking Jerry as his underling. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. He's so commanding that yeah. Jerry immediately is drawn to that. The most and- domineering presence with mm. the weakest milk toast. Yeah. Love that. A match made in heaven. <laughs> okay, so Job is out. I, I truly, I, I think it's either going to be, uh, we've got Michael Scott with a huge luck factor, and then we've got huge Charlie, luck. who nobody can predict. It's true. He is a wild card. He is... Completely unpredictable and strangely successful. Between the arguably, two. Arguably the most successful character in the show. Of all That's the true. schemes. Co-owner of a bar. Of all the schemes. Yeah. Except for dating the waitress. Yeah. Which is literally his only goal. Sometimes then, he has. And it turns out And not like I said, like I said, the only schemes that fail are with other people that get involved. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, of all the schemes, the waitress, still another person to get involved. Just mm-hmm. for pure creativity alone, I would give it to Charlie. Oh, yeah. It'd be wild, yeah, wild, yeah. wild. The plans? Be, oh, there'd be rats everywhere. There'd be rats everywhere. Oof. An original language written down on a paper exactly. so nobody He's else scrappy. could read it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to get in a fight mm-hmm. with him. Yeah. No one would able, be able to, like, understand his plans. The, yeah. The mind games? Untenable. Oh, yeah. yeah. They can't, like, intercept his missives or anything and, like, exactly. read through his diary Completely, or whatever. Completely, like, cryptic. Yeah. yeah. Trying to access his brain. I, I think everybody else is probably... Manipulable, manipulatable, manipulable, manipulable, malleable, malleable. <laughs> <laughs> um, maleficent. Um, every everybody is able to be manipulated in some way, except Charlie. I think. Okay. Yeah. Everybody I agree. can be, I think, tricked in in, in some. Because even I think people that end up ultimately trying to manipulate Charlie, Charlie completely misunderstands and ends up derailing their own thing by being completely oblivious. Exactly. Yep. I'm ready to roll into the next fight. All yeah. right, let's do it. Let's let's give a big plate of those slow cooked ribs to Charlie. Let's move on. Yeah. What we got next? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. you you all right there, Carson? I'm absolutely fine. All right. Yeah. This is this is why you normally don't like handle all the dishes, right? You're passing them down the line when order's ready. What's your point? 
I'm just saying, you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. You're fine. All right. One second. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to reach a website. Do you need a tether, Daddy? No, I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, were we interrupting you attempting to reach a website? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Is all of our talking distracting you from typing in a website? Yes. <laughs> Got to really concentrate really hard there, huh? So. W, W, U. Oh, what was the third one? Now I got to start all over. H, T, T. Uh, okay, so I did uh, a version of this fight before, but I want to do it again because it was fun. Uh, it's going to be gonna, to me. I'm going to give myself a gun. It's a conversation gun. And I'm oh. going to give Jason a gun. It's a platform gun. Okay. Nice. I'm going to give Jordan a gun. Please be good this time. Please be good this time. Please be good this time. It's an ambition gun. Okay. Okay. Slightly better than impression. Oh, Carson, you've got a bathroom gun. Oh no! <laughs> I presume I will know what this means in just a minute. You will know what it means. It's up to you. Great. I use randomnowngenerator.com to give us all guns of different kinds, and we get to decide the powers for themselves, and then we have a shootout in a big, big, big field to see who wins. I've forgotten immediately what mine was. Conversation. Uh, it was a conversation gun. That's great. Okay, so I've got an ambition gun. You've got an ambition gun. Which is pretty powerful. Is good as long as I don't accidentally use it on my enemies. Well, do you think you can you can like toggle up or down? Oh yeah, there's absolutely down a dial ambition. on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so a couple options. I got a few plays here. One, I max two of my enemies and hit them both with a huge amount of ambition oh, very early on. And then they'll be at each other's throats. Alternative play, set ambition to zero, zap them with that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've got a pretty good way to just knock someone out of the fight of like, I don't really care. You could also probably steal their guns if you knock their ambition to zero. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Hey, I'm just here to claim this. And they're just like, oh, whatever. I can't really stop it. Wait, wait, wait. So we got to set the stage here. Are we in like uh, a laser dag arena? We're on a stage. We're yeah, a, actually, laser tag arena. That's even better. That I like laser tag arena. Cool. All right, yeah, very yeah. good. And that works very Huge well for me for with a platform Huge gun. Boost. I just bam. There's a platform. Wherever I aim, there's a new platform. Step on up. Nice. I'm above everybody. My gun is useless in more ways than one. You have the, It's like a dip- diplomatic gun. Yeah. If this were, <laughs> if this were the last fight, oh baby, I'd be in the money. Oh wait, oh, yeah. guys, I got one. It's a good conversation piece. Nice. That's good. Ah, that is good. Woo, Hell yeah. I still nice. got it. Somebody give this guy a plate of slow cooked <laughs> slow cooked ribs. Is that like the trophy that they give out for like awards or major special occasions at Applebee's? Truly, it's the bet no, 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 no. The the award, like the the special occasion, like the it's an Oreo milkshake. That's what we give out for a job well done. Mm. So However, I don't get an Oreo milkshake. You're no. not saying I did a job well done. You're saying I just get ribs. I'm ribs boy now. <laughs> I'm sorry. The the, the most prestigious item be. on our menu is the ribs because the riblets, they are slow cooked. And it's like microwave. you don't even appreciate it. Got it. So uh, they're so the only uh, thing on the menu that requires any effort to generate. I beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, do the, uh, does the Oreo milkshake run through the microwave? You're asking for trade secrets, and I'm not about <laughs> okay. to approach that. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't realize you were on an NDA. It's ironclad. No worries. <laughs> there so are some you... things that are no secret. You get a salad. Oh, good. It's been freshly microwaved. Freshly microwaved. There are some <laughs> things, though, I can't give it – because the signature, if we give it away, it's like it's ruined. And then 
the Guy Fieri shows up at my house. Guy himself? Yeah. Okay. Dead. <laughs> he would murder you. Yeah. See, there's you, you that forgot, that secret? You've you a lot of people being murdered. Yeah. You will not confirm it. The line cooks hold the secrets, and I don't think you're understanding that. I. It's an omerta, Jevin. I can't believe it. <laughs> Whenever you either get promoted to line cook or you are hired as a line cook, like a lateral move, you take a blood oath. <laughs> <laughs> so a man at, time. A man in the hood. Presumably Guy Fieri. Seems unhygienic for a restaurant to take a blood oath. Is there. Okay. Slits his palm. Slits your palm. You shake hands. And now you are part of the brotherhood. Forever. That's why Guy Fieri wears that red glove whenever I, he's on TV. That I really one red do, glove. Do you think you, you guys have to take, shouldn't be shaking hands like that given the prevailing given, conditions? Yeah, given the fact that it's a, ostensibly a restaurant. Sounds a lot like you don't think we wash our hands frequently back in the Applebee's line cook kitchen. It's a Are very you washing sanitary it environment. With, with styptic chemicals that stop your bleeding? Because that's what you need. Wait, do you think we take a blood off every time we enter the kitchen? The kitchen? No, the kitchen? But, but do you take like... A couple weeks off after you're hired? How long do you think we bleed for? <laughs> we got an open the longest- wound on your hand. <laughs> you work at a restaurant. You can't really have a gaping wound on your palm. Jevin, it's the it's the restaurant industry. You think they're going to send someone home just because they got true. a gaping that wound? They, well, no, they're you, so understaffed. Do you, do you take the oath every time you move to a new a- Applebee's? That no, is a good question. Absolutely not. No. Okay. no it is all. Because your hands would all... be eviscerated by now. Well, no. Only the like first guys, cut is the deepest. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It's all within the family. And if you leave the family, then that's when you've got issues. So you show the oh, okay. scar... And then you're good to go. You're no, hired. you don't show. There's paperwork. Obviously, what is happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've got a bathroom gun, you pervert, you sick, sick, Whoa. sick boy. Hey, Whoa. that was given to me. <laughs> what does it do? Well, uh, I would constitute a bathroom as having a toilet, having a sink, and perhaps uh, a door. Not necessarily walls, but a door because that's important. Not necessarily, <laughs> not necessarily walls. walls, but a door. <laughs> what is the door attached to? How many? The ground. I've definitely There's been a door the, and the defini- ground and the ground and. <laughs> Sorry. Finish that song. No, that, that's all. That's all we got. <laughs> Uh, I've definitely been to establishments that, uh, hey, there's a door to the bathroom, and that's it. But no walls. No walls. What establishment have you been to where there's a door and no walls for the bathroom? Bars. Yeah, I've I've been to bars like that. A door and no walls? What are you talking about? Well, like external walls but no like stall walls oh okay yeah yeah duh yeah there's no privacy like you walk into a square it has a door (laughs) but but like the bathroom but like the walls are there because there are other things around the bathroom they're not there for the bathroom it's like they stuck a toilet in a closet ah you're talking about like exposed brick and two by fours like the other side of a wall is the bathroom side I'm just talking about yeah. I'm just Ugh, talking about what I haven't gotten what, it right what, once. What I just want to speak up in in defense of the listener. Please shield them from this conversation. <laughs> Nothing that any of you have said to this point makes any sense. <laughs> what does your bathroom gun do? So my bathroom. I'm thinking about what constitutes a bathroom, and that is definitely at least a toilet. It is definitely at least a sink. It doesn't have to work well. It just has to leak water. I think there is a mirror. With the sink, and I think there is a door because it is important that you knock on a door before entering a restroom. And I think it is a single bathroom that that gun fires. All right, so question. I, yes. Are you, are you creating this bathroom? Are you transmogrifying a surface into a bathroom? Or is it a projectile bathroom? I think I shoot it at a place and boom, a bathroom pops up 
directly so where I shoot it. Creating it. And uh, wherever, and it is the same bathroom each time. So whatever state uh, the bathroom was last left in, that is now the state it gets it gets uh, placed in. Does the previous das- bathroom disappear? It does. All right. Hmm. Uh, is the okay. plumbing no. functional? Barely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Good sounds answer. like a bar bathroom. I think, yeah. I think, yeah. I think the bathroom uh, plumbing is as functional as the last person that left it. <laughs> Great. If you spawn the bathroom on top of me, do I like have a chance of being in the correct location in the bathroom, or am I always going to like cinch into one of the walls? No, I think you're misunderstanding. The bathroom does not have four walls. Uh, it is just there is a door. Got There's it. a door, no walls. There's okay. a door, no walls, <laughs> a toilet, a sink. With a mirror over it, and there's probably a single light bulb over the sink. I, I guess what I'm asking is, you shoot it at me. I'm standing 10 paces away, and you shoot it directly at where I'm standing. And you're standing in a bathroom. I'm just going to be standing but he in a won't, bathroom. he won't spawn with his legs in the toilet and, like, part of the toilet, right? Depends oh, on of where course you not. Aim. That's rude. Okay. You're not, you're it's not rude. It is rude. like, no clip or something on, and I'll become one with the, uh, with the sink. <laughs> I have a theoretical Body question. with the tank. Theoretical question doesn't really pertain to the fight. If you fired it straight up into the air, what would happen? Uh, you would feel Outside. more free than ever. Because firing a gun into the air is the ultimate <laughs> sign of freedom. I think wherever that wherever that ultimately ends up hitting, it has to hit a surface and then oh. boom, the bathroom goes down. Oh, cool. So it might just travel in space infinitely until I fire the gun again and it does touch a surface. Most likely nice. it'll hit a star eventually. And burn up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> However, no matter how much turmoil this bathroom goes through, turmoil, turmoil, this bathroom goes through. Did you guys know they found ul- turmoil at the base of? <laughs> it ultimately, it ultimately still resembles a bathroom. Okay. okay. Oh, sorry. Is, Colton is it, would know. It, it will always recognizably be. It will always recognizably be a bathroom. All right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Is it? Is it an Applebee's bathroom? Uh, By any chance? Could be any bathroom. Okay. Could be any bathroom. Not, not, okay. All right. So, what's, what's your take on the Applebee's bathroom? Are, are, are line cooks allowed to like use the same facilities that the customers do? Again, you're asking for company secrets that I cannot disclose. <laughs> okay. Gosh. Okay. Okay. They don't piss directly into the fryer. <laughs> that you know. That would actually be very dangerous. <laughs> that would very, result, that would result in a fire. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I've seen that mistake happen more than once. <laughs> oh, they do cover that in the training video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a horrifying training video. You see, these, like, the what goes wrong, it's terrible. Well, I mean, it's, you know, they have to put up a sign after someone does it at least once. All right. Jordan, what was your gun? Ambition gun. Ambition gun. Pretty strong here. Pretty strong here if you could get a shot off on any of us. I have no idea what increasing Carson's ambition would do. Given that Carson yeah. has a bathroom gun, I can't imagine an <laughs> ambitious use of a bathroom spawning firearm. I'm going to amp up the power of my gun a little bit, or okay. at least establish some. Okay. I would say I could I could place markers. So I shoot Jordan, mm-hmm. and I shoot Carson, and now all Jordan and Carson want to do is have Converse. a conversation. And that's my conversation gun. And there's two markers at any given time, or I could increase the number. I'll limit it to two for the fight. So you're like a much more like... Exhausting and ineffective Cupid. Yes, and, and and you don't fall in love. You just talk to each other, even if you have nothing to talk about. Especially if you have nothing to talk about. You know, this one's out of sorts, but our our guns combined could be a powerful alliance. Very powerful. Because if you force yes. someone into conversation with someone who's incredibly ambitious, mm-hmm. oh boy, they're going to get tired of that person real Absolutely. fast. Always domineering the conversation. You could cause some real social divisions here. Well, a team up. Carson and I, I think, could team up as well. <laughs> He's got no walls. 
I got platforms. I can create walls That's around that, any bathroom. Imagine being stuck on a desert island where there's no bathroom, except <laughs> we control the only bathroom, and it's on a platform <laughs> far too high for you. Oh, no. And it costs a quarter. I'm alone in the desert the so far only away from clean, civilization. What am I going to do? The only clean running water, my bathroom. That is stress. <laughs> They've the production. Yeah. Bathroom. Our bathroom. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. But he's just lowered your ambition, and I've put you two in the corner talking to each other. <laughs> and I Ooh. took your piss bathroom gun and shot it, and you I can go to the bathroom wherever I want. Bathroom gun, it's tethered to me. Well, you what tethered do you think it? When I'm did you tether it to you? <laughs> a bike lock. Is it <laughs> a bike lock? Oh, it's not one a of good those. Good answer um, to when did you tether it to you? <laughs> it's not one of those oh, fancy when? genetic. I, keys. The first thing, hey, the first thing, because it's protocol. Whenever you walk into the Applebee's kitchen, you tether all of your utensils to you. We use bike locks. Nice. So you've got you've got spatula, long chef tweezers, bathroom gun, uh, <laughs> thermometer, <laughs> yeah. special key for the microwave. Yeah, loving that. That's pretty cool. Y'all get a special microwave key? <laughs> yeah. That's rad. Is yours not? No. Mine's unlocked. So just literally anybody could use your microwave at any point? They have a tri-key uh, <laughs> bypass. You have two at the same. Yeah. <laughs> both people have to turn yeah. it. Oh, you have to get two Applebee's officers uh-huh. to two, both. Two line cooks per kitchen. Nothing can ha- start happening until you have two line cooks in the kitchen. Both keys ignite. Boom. You've <laughs> you got ready food. to use that microwave. <laughs> And uh, now you're eating good in the neighborhood. Is that right? Uh, that was, Is that, that was, Applebee's? Uh, that was a very, very old one. Thank oh. God it's Applebee's. Is that right? No. Oh. I'm loving it. Is that it? Have it your way? This is insulting. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Applebee's. Not. No? Absolutely hmm. not. One eight seven seven Applebee's. Is that right? Pretty that sure sounds that's familiar. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. It might be onto a new one there. <laughs> Presently... Unless it's changed as of recently, it is see you next week. See you, see next, you next week. week. Is that real? <laughs> I don't know if this is real. I don't see the front of house print too much, only when I need to go out in person and deliver a dish. No, I've, I've looked it up. It is. It is see you next week. Now, when what? do you say that different for each day of the week? Like sometimes would you say see you next Tuesday? No, you say see you next week, but the inflection greatly dictates, I think, the exact meaning, which is why we've uh, we've changed it to that, because it can mean anything based on the inflection of your voice. Wait, so a, a couple things here. I feel like they really, first off, I feel like someone needs to shoot their marketing director with an ambition gun. He's <laughs> shooting for, at most, once a week. Yes. Like, He's just accepted <laughs> that no one is really going to be like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday no, no, no. Applebee's consumer. Monday, Tuesday, Applebee's. <laughs> See, Wednesday, I, I'm Thursday, saying that Applebee's. no one has ever sung that song to themselves because it's just impossible. And he admits so it to himself. You're saying it's like, see you tomorrow or see you in a couple hours, you dirtbag. Or <laughs> you haven't left in three days. Just take a shower, please. But come back. After that, I just mean that the marketing director knows deep down inside his soul <laughs> that no one is going to go twice in the same week. So he's like, all right, we'll see you next week. Like see once the misery week. sets in, once you accept that you're not really going to go out and get groceries. Misery. Loves company. Is that the new tagline? Misery loves company. Yes. Applebee's. <laughs> see you next week. Okay. 
I, I, I feel like maybe the general consensus here about the Applebee's <laughs> brand is not a super positive one. And I, I love it. I love it. That's Thank my you. favorite. Thank you. I don't want to cast aspersions on you, Carson, but the Apple. Now you don't? Applebee's franchise. That's my family you're talking about. I do want to cast aspersions on. That is my family you're talking about. Is it? Never take sides like, against the family Jeff, ever Jeff, again, Jeff, Kevin. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, I think, I think he means sorry. like the family. The family? Like the family. Yeah. Like, like, like Guy Fieri's like family. I would like to also clear something up. Right, Guy Fieri, right, cool, cool. that is not piece. a first and last name. That is a that's a mononym. It's it's a mononym. Guy <laughs> Fieri. Or like uh, Fieri is the mononym, and then it's denoting like what status he's at. Like this is Guy, Guy Fieri. Is the top. Guy Fieri. God Fieri. God Fieri. It's Holy Spirit Fieri. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> The only people of a certain rank within the brands, the trifecta of brands, a manager can Fieri. call him Guy. Y'all oh. have ranks? There are ranks, yes. Are you like a lieutenant corporal? Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> are you like a B? What's that, like a B rank? Like a bumblebee? <laughs> App known Applebee. <laughs> okay, that's, can that's we please, like... for the love of God, do a fight? <laughs> We're in the middle of one. <laughs> How? In what sense? Does Jordan win the ambition gun? Does that win? I think. We can, I, think we can, I don't know. We didn't. We didn't really greatly. Okay, we're in. We're in a tag we're in, team. Well, I think we've decided tag. we're now. We're in a tag team. Oh, if we're tag teaming, it's got to be me and Jordan. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Maybe. we, 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 we complete, can deep psychological. We have control. player control. Yeah, we, I basically have the ability to up or down mm-hmm. someone's level of motivation. But I have Jevin the ability to up or down you. That's true. With a platform. Yeah. That's fair, and I never was very good at platforms. Now, if it was Carson and Jordan against Jason and I, that's a more interesting one. Because we just take away it. We, me and Jordan just take it away. Yeah. Absolutely mm, run away with the whole thing. Platforms and okay. ambition. So yeah, we're okay. Team Mario Brothers. No, no, no. I'm saying this. Me, Jason and I oh, against Carson. I got stuck with Carson? Oh, yeah. We just, I mean, fire, <laughs> we just fire uh, platforms up, make them converse, or make them super high. And then make them disappear. Ooh, Boom, dead. My my uh, my thing was I would hit them with a conversation gun. They would converge on a location. You platform them up. Boom. See you later, guys. I have a question. What's up? Have you ever felt so depressed you just sat on the toilet for an hour looking at your phone? Because <laughs> we're literally going to uh, yeah, stun yeah, yeah. you into that situation yeah, for the next 10 hours. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like uh, for some reason, me and Jason feel that one pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're predisposed. <laughs> you have a pre-existing condition. We have a post-existing condition, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I think I think we take yeah, that. Yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. setting yeah. my gun to yep. zero. Maybe that's gotta be the end of that one. <laughs> oh no, you're depressed. Have a seat. Everyone will think that you're just Jeff having starts firing his conversation gun at himself and then just random people. I would people never like, fire please. my conversation gun at myself. <laughs> you want me to get these voices going? No way. No way. No, one at yourself and then just desperately and, like firing into a crowd. <laughs> please talk to me. He's over here at his phone, shooting it at his phone. Just please, somebody respond to Call me. me, please. <laughs> oh... This episode brought to you by Sadness. (laughs) Who's got the next fight? Did you have one, Carson? I do have a fight. Okay. You you figured out how it goes, what we do here, vaguely. I've got a pretty good idea. All right. All right, so I'd like to throw back to a holiday favorite. Uh, I do love 
the uh, Home Alone movies, uh, episodes one and two. Episode two is my favorite, but we're going to roll back to episode one for this one. Okay. All right. So uh, for all intents and purposes, Guy Fieri is Kevin McAllister, young, defenseless boy. Whoa. And his dad is still... <laughs> Jesus. Carson. They're not attached to the table very well. I can tell. <laughs> Just trying to get comfortable here, and all of a sudden the mic starts flying off at me. Does somebody have a microphone gun I could use? I wish. So, for all intents and purposes here, Guy Fieri is uh, Kevin McAllister Mm -hmm. and still has rich dad. Not really sure what he does, okay? But uh, we do know he's rich. But he does not have poor dad. He does not have poor dad. (laughs) Okay. We also know that he's inattentive. Yes. Uh, Guy Fieri McAllister's dad is the Don of the TGI Fridays, Applebee's, mm. and Chili's uh, family. The titular G yes. in TGI. Wait, yeah. hold up. Are they all owned by the same corporation? Not as far as you know. Yeah. Okay, got well, it. Sorry, what was the third leg of that, that triangle? Chili's. Chili's. The Kylie's. Of course, of course. Which, honestly, it's going to be honest, should be the head. Should be the head. You think Chili's is on top of that? Chili's is the goat out of those three restaurants. I beg your pardon. Uh, yeah, you're gonna I have think to I got to agree with more. you there. Chili's uh, kicks ass. The baby back ribs. Oh, Chili's, it's where business deal. happens. That's an office reference. That's I don't remember asking either of you like for that. your opinions about something you don't know shit about. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, if you, whoa, whoa, whoa. If you ever say I don't know shit about Chili's ever again, you better watch your mouth. <laughs> We're going to move date on night. from this topic. <laughs> 2013 through 2017, date night. <laughs> then I grew up. <laughs> you Did grew you up and you started going to the Chili's to go. Then I started going to BJ's. <laughs> God. Whoa. Like an adult. Okay. Anyway, A lot sorry. of unnecessary fire here. Got carried away. I'm got just carried trying away. to present a fight and you went into a blind range. You know what's actually found- really good? The unnecessary fire nachos at Chili's. <laughs> So we're going to get to that. Yeah, okay, great, great. We're going to get to that. All right, continue on. So, Home Alone style. Guy Fieri McAllister's dead, the dawn of the trifecta of brands. Sure. A uh, typical Christmas comes up, uh, taking the whole family on a nice vacation, heads out of town. Oh, no. In classic Home Alone style, Guy Fieri McAllister gets left at home. It's not so bad at first. He realizes, hey, there's no one here to bother me. This is going to be nice and great. But we have the return of the, uh-oh, we have the bandits. The and this bandits. time they come back as the, because they were the wet bandits, they were the sticky bandits, and now they are the flaming Did their name bandits. change, really? To yeah, they sticky went Sticky bandits? Yes. I did not know that. In two. Huh. You, you don't remember? I've had the, the, the sticky, like, adhesive guns, the yeah. gloves. But I, did, I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't clock it. What reason. were their names? Marv and Urn? Is that what his name is? Oh, God, I can't remember. Yeah, no I'm idea. Humiliated. I've actually Marvin. never seen these movies. <laughs> never seen Home Alone? It's a weird a blind spot Jordan for me. Move. I've what? never seen any of the Home Alone films. But That's you know weird. the Home Alone films. I, I get the yeah. premise. Yeah. Yes. But boy, inside house, bandits attempt to enter house. Boy, murders has contractions. Bandits. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I, I know the I know the court concept. Deeply, deeply sadistic boy. Saw for kids. Harry, Harry and Marv. Harry, Harry and Marv, Marv like Har- mm. Harold and Maude. When Harry met Marv. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. so they're back. They're back. And they're going to rob all the houses on the block. Little do they realize Guy Fieri uh, McAllister is still at home. Mm-hmm. He pulls antics to make them think that there are people home until finally realize, oh, it's just Guy Fieri McAllister, this eight-year-old boy here at home. So – Guy Fieri McAllister 
uh, ends up realizing that these two bandits, the flaming bandits, flaming hot. are going to uh, the house to try to attack him and ultimately rob the home. So Guy Fieri McAllister is going to set up Rube Goldberg uh, machine uh, death traps to yeah. uh, where, try to ward away the bandits. Guy Fieri McAllister has at his disposal any Rube Goldberg machine that could seemingly be uh, inspired by or drawn from menu items from either TGI Fridays, Applebee's, Ooh. or Chili's. Ooh. Now, the question is, does he successfully ward off the flaming bandits? Or does Guy, McGar- Mc- uh, Guy Fieri McAllister, <laughs> does he ultimately, ultimately meet his child uh, doom? <laughs> now, let's uh, see. Oh, oh. So... TGI Fridays, you got the the loaded potato skins. That's mm-hmm. true. So that um, you know, that could be something like a slide down the stairs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, explain. Um, you you load the flaming bandits onto a giant potato skin and then slide them down the stairs. Yeah, they step they slip, on it like a roller skate. Okay, but, I'll, allow yeah, I'll allow down. it. I'll allow it. Okay, uh, okay. we aren't going to get away with it. Without saying, I I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. Yeah, We're mm-hmm. not going to get away without doing that, so I had to get it out of the way quick. Could he form some sort of rib cage bone, bone, rib bone cage with the baby back ribs? I would say that would be very difficult as the ribs are extremely tender and voluptuous and delicious, and the bandits could just eat their way out that of is them. True. They fall right that off that true. bone. They do fall right off the bone. Chili's baby back ribs. Don't even sauce. get me started on the Applebee's riblets. Yeah. Mm, very yeah. tiny. Mm-hmm. Inconstructible. The Bloomin' Onion is Outback Steakhouse. Correct. It's Outback Steakhouse. Don't you ever- Chili's has one, though. And it's the same There's product. Something similar. Yeah. Uh, it's is it called the Onion Blossom? Uh, awesome Blossom, I believe, is what it is called. Dave, really, were able to pull that off? Yeah. Wow. And uh, authentic Mexican cuisine, pre- preferred by some. By... I don't think it's it's Chili's branded as Mexican. I don't think so. It's just but Chili's of, of the three, I they're the like, one that believe trying it's the Tex-Mex. hardest. It's Southwest. Food. Yeah, yeah, it's Tex-Mex. I do believe it's Southwest. Southwest Tex-Mex. It's there's ribs, there's nachos, there's an awesome blossom. It's all over the map with chilies. And also, what is it owned by a chili? I don't know if you've noticed, but all three of those trifectas of brands really like to uh, be diverse and offer a wide range of menu items. They Mm -hmm. super duper do. Anyway, you are correct. Uh, Those the awesome Awesome blossom. blossom. They're they're like uh, onion rings, but deep fried onion petals. Yeah. Now, could he maybe overdo the the awesome blossom and make it into like a spike trap? Interesting. Yeah. Cut it into sharp points, deep, 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 dark fry it. Now it's you step on it, it cuts right through your toes. Okay, kind mm-hmm. of like, uh, yeah, kind of like uh, uh, the the glass broken uh, ornament balls in the original Home Alone. Okay, exactly, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, I think yes, it yes, is good. Yes. I think it's a, I'll allow it. Uh, there's also, um, there's the quesadilla explosion salad, which feels very on the nose uh, yeah. as to just be an explosion. An explosion, yeah. sure, sure, sure. What about the uh, spinach and artichoke dip? And they do the thing in the movie where the it's there's a can of paint, but it's full of spinach and artichoke dip. And just swing it on down. Yeah, we can, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could take one of our buckets of spinach artichoke dip and use that to conquer bad They do bad come in buckets, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A five-gallon bucket. Is mm-hmm. it Chili's that has like the unlimited frozen margaritas? Yeah, that was good. I was trying to think of something with the okay. margaritas. Hear me out here. Maybe you get like a giant tub full of that frozen ice boy, freeze their feet real cold, yeah. make, them, make them real uncomfortable. Pretty good. Or just give them unlimited frozen margaritas, get them absolutely schwasted. Yeah, just so now like there's any chili adults ha- coming after a child. Yeah. How about call the police? <laughs> uh, they cut the phone lines. Oh, okay. Flame okay. instead, I bet. Replace uh, the phone lines 
with a bunch of French fries or mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cover yourself in marinara dipping sauce. Make it look like you've been murdered. (laughs) And then (laughs) Then you hope they go away now that there's been a murder. They don't want to be implicated in murder. Fine with being implicated in a robbery. They're bandits. What do you think their intent was in the first place? To rob the house. Then they got mad at child McAllister, wanted to murder the boy. And they did say many times, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, um, I'm remembering that Chili's puts a steak knife through the top of all their burgers, kind of their signature thing. Every single burger on that menu comes with the defensive weapon that he can employ. Oh, okay. So, uh. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) burger. What's happening over there? Hey, gentlemen. (laughs) Sorry, we should share with the class. You, you do the same reveal yeah. on Applebee's, on Applebee's <laughs> amazing website. I'm looking yes. at their menu. Uh-huh. Our, our and, lovely uh, menu. Yes. Yeah. So you got flavored iced teas. You got flavored lemonades. You got frozen lemonades. You got fountain drinks, decadent shakes. You got brewed iced tea. You got some coffee and <laughs> <laughs> long boy iced hot tea. <laughs> For the listener at home. You've got a page full of normal fast food icons showing a refreshing beverage. Normal sized JPEGs. And for the tea, you have a, like a vertical, like top down <laughs> shot of a glass of tea that was probably taken on like a Razor cell phone in 2003. <laughs> the but entire... the JPEG has been stretched to <laughs> gotta, roughly 10 times its intended length. I gotta, I gotta let the guy know, the, the guy Fieri know that the. The, the website's broken. Yeah. This is e- embarrassing. I, I'm sorry, gentlemen. I am very sorry. <laughs> Everything else is in perfect working order on the Applebee's website except for that one image. Can we please tweet out a link to this exact page of their website? Just save oh, it for yes. later. Oh, yeah. So, bookmark. So, that it's already bookmarked. Cup Who am I kidding? Is just somewhere and it freaks them out like psychologically, I think. They go, wow, this guy's capable of anything. Uh, we'll we'll put that one on the bottom. We'll put for that now. one on the bottom. Sure, sure. Put that one on the bottom for now. Does he have access to the microwave? No, you need the turn. Guy Fieri McAllister. Yeah, Guy Fieri McAllister. Of course, he has access to the microwave. What kind of family do you think this is? That's essentially unlimited power. With that, he can produce all things. You've basically just given him godlike creation powers. That is true. It's he's, Guy Fieri with possession of an Applebee's microwave. I'd say he's on par with Jehovah right now. Yeah, absolutely. Nearly omnipotent. Yeah. Plus, plus, Applebee's has the uh, hot fudge Sunday dessert shooter. Well, that's going right over the door. Which you can just pelt mm-hmm. right at him. That is true. Good. Like eggs, but hard and thick because they're made of glass. Yeah, absolutely. And those little, those little shot glasses are not easy to break. However, when they do break, that is quite the liability. Absolutely <laughs> it is. We've lost many dishwashers to those little shot glasses. Oh, no. Dishwashers people or the machines? Yes. Oh. <laughs> The dishwashers all became alcoholics. <laughs> the people are the machines. Yes. <laughs> the people were machines. I I don't think I don't think this, the the bandits stand a dang chance. Not even close. Uh, mm. Especially if they're just there for a meal, they're just going to be satisfied and leave. They're going to be like, "Oh, great, thank you." Literally roll nice. out of there with mm-hmm. the with the dessert like the blue ribbon brownie that is fourteen hundred calories. <laughs> Yeah, that's something we pride ourselves at. Applebee's uh-huh. is, is packing as many calories into a single serving as possible. <laughs> Take a look at the wings. They're more than you expect. Saw the picture of the tea again. I bet they are. Oh, wow. God. 
In fact, the, the lowest calorie appetizer we do have on the menu is the wonton tacos. Looking at all these items, my stomach genuinely hurts, but I also want to go to Chili's right now. <laughs> like I so badly want to go. You could get a neighborhood nachos chicken for 1780 calories. Like I want to go tonight, split a two for 20 meal with one of you and just chill out, hang out, have a good time. Hey, bud, just stick around go. with me. You ain't gonna have to split nothing. Oh, oh, that's pretty great. Also, with the employee discount, it's like a two for eighteen meal. Yeah, nice. nice. Carson, you were a guest. Very delightful. <laughs> we, we, we'll Thank have you. him back on. We're, we'll we'll no. have you back on. Thank maybe. you. Sure, we'll discuss it in private. Lovely. The, 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 the all fights boys. Do you have anything that you want to let people know about? Uh, will one dollar Long Island iced teas are back at Applebee's? Is that is that for real? Absolutely, it is a real thing. That's for real. That's yeah. for real. One one dollar one Long Island iced teas, yes. Four shots that's of liquor. Fucked up. <laughs> that's not right. That shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Keep going with that. That's, that's frankly, frankly, the that cranium. is the kind of reaction we hope for from people. Woof. And then you go drink one dollar Long Island Absolutely. iced teas. Absolutely, I drink ten for the price of one regular drink anywhere else. Looks yes. like alcoholism's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> I mean, so we're going to Fisherman's Wharf after this. Right? Whenever, whenever yeah, we finish I'm up in. here, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my god, the Applebee's at Fisherman's Wharf has got to be one of the dirtiest locations in the world. <laughs> <laughs> As somebody who's worked at many Applebee's, I will say that that is not one of the crown jewels of the Applebee's family. Any restaurant at Fisherman's Wharf, you just you write it off. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. <sighs> Unfortunately. Actually, yeah. it's not Chinatown. It's, it's Flavor it's Town. Fisherman's Wharf. It's Flavortown. It's Thank you. Forget it, guy. It's Flavortown. There we go. Much better. Um, well, do you have anything, anything else, else to plug, you plug for Applebee's, corporate, TGA Fridays? Uh, no, that was basically it. That's our newest promotion right now is one, $1 Long Island ACs are back at Applebee's. All right. Perfect. Well, yeah. um, the nearest Chili's to us is in San Leandro. That's not too far. It's not too bad. I think I went to I went to a Chili's once in like Daly City, not too long. Ago. Yeah, or or in yeah South San Francisco if by it's the airport. Yeah, more than like thirty seconds of transportation. That's too far for me yeah. to be motivated to go to a Chili's. I'm looking, restaurant. At, I'm looking for Applebee's now. There's there's a Chili's to go at Oakland Airport. Okay, yes, but, there is. But then you have to you have to enter eat the airport. Yeah, at a Chili's and purchase a ticket. Hey, careful! They're part of the family. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Chili's is good. Just stand by it. All three are great. Guys, there's an Applebee's in Alameda. Hey, 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 hey. Now. Oh, hey, I know the management there. I could uh, nice. get us a corner booth. Hey, uh, that's it. That's all you. That's all you're plugging, right? Yeah, nothing that's, else. That's those are the only seasonal promotions we all have right. going right now. Well, yeah, and there's always the two for twenty deal, but that happens always. I feel like at that point, it's old news. Yeah, it's old faithful it's true. though. It's true. Don't know what else to do at night. Let's uh, let's go split an appetizer, get two two entrees, and we can split a dessert. Twenty bucks. What a get deal! A can't get a better deal. Long Islands. I can't believe that. Let's fucking go. Um, as for us, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at All Fights Pod or on Instagram at All Fights Considered. Um, interact with us. Do whatever you want. Um, also, don't forget to subscribe and rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. I think iTunes is the only place where ratings matter, um, and it does more than you think. So please do that and tell your friends about the show. It's a lot of fun, as you've just heard. Yeah, totally. I'd like to give a shout out to Colton Redwine, who masters each and every episode and created our opening theme. Thank you, Colton. You're a musical genius. Is is that a real last name? Yeah. Uh, Redwine? Yeah, it's a Surprisingly monogram, actually. Yeah. Interesting. It's, okay. it's like, all Colton one, is, like is, is the identifier. Colton Redwine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. got it. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I was about to make fun of his name. Like last last name, like Brick. That's a real solid. Like that's uh-huh. an earthy. That's a, that's a grounded last name. name. That's yeah, a grounded course. last name. Brick. Yeah. Red wine sounds like a. That's a. That's a dumb fucking. It's a name. soda pop last name kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As always, I'm at Kevin with a J on Twitter, and I do dumb jokes there. And whatever I'm on Instagram, blah 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 blah. Tell your friends about our show. Do that and uh, send in fights because we would love to hear your fights instead of ours. Uh, you heard ours today, so send in yours because they're probably better. That's it, I think. That's it. We love it. you, listeners. You Each and every one of you. Yeah, except well, for you, Kyle. For you, yeah, Kyle. You fucking piece of shit. Fuck Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. To be Whoa, honest, who's Kyle? We'll tell you all about Kyle at Applebee's. All right. All right. All right. We're off to Applebee's. We're off to Applebee's. Oh, I'm excited right. now. <laughs> <laughs>